When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she is so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside, she still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushie, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. So in a recent interview, New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees stated that he doesn't agree with anyone kneeling for the National Anthem and also stated his feelings when you hear the Star Spangled Banner played and thinking of his grandfathers and all those who have served for this country and you know i for one i think this is just really refreshing to hear from someone especially for, oh, oh okay um okay this is new but uh okay apparently we have some breaking news so uh let me see what that says oh okay so huh well i guess just uh forget all what i just said because drew Brees has already apologized of america here's the podcast where we talk politics a little entertainment some culture and this and that from the road to your ears this is trend chat with your host brian bledsoe man welcome to another episode of trend chat i'm your host brian bledsoe and if you want to connect with us whether on facebook instagram Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, it's all the same at TrendChat247. Also, if you want to check out my personal profiles, you can go to Brian L. Bledsoe on Twitter and Instagram. So, something I don't mention often. Also, if you want to send us an email, I guess, you can go to TrendChat247 at gmail.com. Yeah, and yeah, I know that was a couple of days ago at least from the time of this recording uh, when all that happened with Drew Brees. But listening to the beginning of that, believe me, how fast he turned around and apologized was as quick as how I just did that intro. It was, I mean, the, the, the comments were, I think that at least they were public Wednesday afternoon sometime. And so in less than 24 hours, he was already apologizing. Not only did he apologize once that day, he apologized twice that day. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah, he he, he turned tail quick on, on that. But, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, look. I know this wasn't something I was going to get 
you know, go too much, you know, too much on really. But when you have like any of these celebrities and, you know, being a quarterback for an NFL team, you know, that's pretty much your celebrity. Any football player pretty much is a celebrity in, in some sense. But any celebrity speak that speaks outside of the liberal narrative. I, I I would think, well, I hope maybe, or maybe you don't know, that when they do that, a lot of times they'll probably get calls from sponsors from their, you know, these companies that sponsor their, um, what you know, if they have some sort of, um, so like in Drew Brees' case, like if he has a football camp or something like that, and he has all these sponsors for his camp, or if he has a foundation or anything that's a revolving around his brand there's a, a lot of companies that sponsor you know those events for him and so when something like this comes out and he speaks out out of turn really those companies start whispering to him you know saying that okay we, we're going to threaten to pull your sponsorship because you're you know stating such a controversial <laughs> statement and um on top of that then you have the people closest to him his teammates and also his celebrity friends like LeBron James, who was out there in front, you know, basically harassing him. Um, and so you have that on, and I'm guessing other factors that are in, included as well. And so pretty much his whole, you know, their livelihood is threatened at that point. And if you're not, you know, principal in your stance, about whatever it is that is deemed controversial. If you're not principled to to stand up and defend that stance, um, it's literally not worth it <laughs> because of all the you know having the companies threaten the pool sponsorships and all that. It's I mean just not worth it to stand up for your beliefs. So, like so many that go down this road and says something just a something a little bit out of turn that's outside of that progressive democrat liberal narrative you know they just shut up and apologize and that's what drew Brees did and he won't be uh, the last he's what you know definitely was the first he's not gonna be the last he's gonna this is something that happens all the time so and um i guess in other pandering news i guess in a way um I know I saw this story about Lego that um, where they they are pulling the marketing for sets that I guess that focus on law enforcement or first responders. And they also pull the marketing for the White House set. Uh, if that, you know, just to make sure to <laughs> if you don't know where they stand and how they feel about who <laughs> who's currently in the white house so they want to pull back that marketing because you know that is considered controversial now too and um i know i <laughs> posted on social media i it's kind of one of those things where i kind of wanted you know president trump to, to tweet about this because <laughs> and he he wouldn't have to say much i would just like him to say something just two words uh, or just uh, you know something like really lego <laughs> something like that <laughs> um uh, it just i don't know I just would have found that um, just so humorous. I, I, I would have <laughs> would have loved that, but um, but yeah. So I mean, I, I like 
they didn't pull them off the shelves. They just not marketing them, uh, those sets or whatever. I mean, you know, cause I guess they don't want kids to play with, you know, law enforcement as, or at least to be deemed as heroes, which is funny because less than a month ago, uh, they, as a company, like pretty much all the companies that were, you know, saying thank you to first, you know, first responders and, you know, uh, truckers and all that. And they were saying that no less, less than a month ago. And now all of a sudden, just because of one incident that has happened as basically, um, got everyone attention with the, the death of George Floyd, all of a sudden now it just, it's, uh, it's problematic, I guess is the, the sense. Um, so anyway, uh, get that out of the way. <laughs> um, I, and I will guess talk more about, about that. Um, um, as far as the death of George Floyd and also the riots and everything that's been going on, but I just want to stop right quick and just say again, thanks to listening to trend chat. Also want to make sure I mention. um, I guess we will be talking to definitely Holly. Um, we'll have the interview on also. Um, something I don't mention often, which I, I just, I just forget to be honest is uh, where we're broadcasting from at this moment. When you're listening to this being recorded in Utica, New York, that's where we're at right now. So, um, I know one thing we, um, when I played the intro, so that little um, news, I guess it, I, that's supposed to have been like a breaking news sound. <laughs> and the only reason I thought about that is because I got to make sure I had my news sound for the inventory update that I keep saying I'm going to have. I said I'm going to have a little sound to play when it's time for the inventory update because you know, you know, with the whole pandemic and how supplies just went, you know haywire everybody was buying all toilet paper you, you, you remember all that anyway every episode for i don't know i guess i may stop doing this after this episode because really a lot of the inventory is pretty much all stocked up i mean well we do have like the meat shortages and stuff but um i know like i haven't seen much myself because i haven't really been going into um a lot of the stores um, like I was in the past couple of weeks, actually. So for me, I mean, well, okay. Okay. If I'm going to get in this, I might well play the sound if I'm going to download it. So anyway, here's the, <laughs> without further ado, here is the inventory update. So, uh, now I got to find the sound. Oh, uh, Hey, look, 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 I'm not even going to claim like we're professional around here. I'm just, just keeping it real. So anyway, once again, without further ado, here's the inventory update. Yep. So, <laughs> um, um, so not really much to update to be honest, because, um, haven't really been in many stores, um, too much the past week. Um, and from what I've seen that there, there has been some places where toilet paper is still a little bit low, but it's mostly stocked up. Um, I have been to some places where, as I just mentioned about the meat, uh, where ground beef, I, I don't know what this is just mean because I, I buy pepperoni a lot, but I noticed this, I haven't seen pepperoni. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> um, I normally buy pepperoni to 
to put in my cooler and stuff like that. But um, and normally I never have any problem with getting pepperoni. Just all of a sudden, it just not at the deli, at least not in the in the Walmart delis. Put it that way. Maybe set the others I haven't been to. But uh, but yeah. So it seems like as far as uh, these supplies, I guess I will say, um, the um disinfectant wipes. And hand sanitizer that is still pretty much very scarce <laughs> that is that is pretty much it though everything else like i said the toilet paper is pretty much back and you can find it's not like the meat is just totally um, bare um but yeah the 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 shelves for sanitizer is still pretty empty <laughs> and so I, I guess i would just go back to what I'm, what I've been saying as far as if you want those particular items like disinfectant wipes, disinfectant spray, um, uh, hand sanitizer, um, I think that's the three I still see uh, scarce uh, numbers of. So if you're still trying to get those three, I guess just go back to what I've always been saying since this whole thing started is to get there first thing in the morning when we, um, a lot of times when we deliver, um, the, the products and a lot of times it should be on the shelf if they, if it was in the shipment that we brought in. So, so there you go. That, um, that is the, for the first time. Oh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> So I don't see, I don't really have time to practice this, but so now I had to, I brought the intro in and now, so I will say now that was the, the, um, what the inventory update. Okay. I just got to keep the kick out of that. That was just funny. Okay. Um, so um also because i know once i get into talking about all these riots and in the protests and all that um that's gonna go <laughs> into a um a bit of a rant i know it is so before we even get into that matter of fact we're gonna do this now because i think i missed it last episode and we're gonna do this I'm going to then I'm going to talk about all the, all of that, but because it's going to be, uh, I don't know, I'm not I'm not going to say it's going to be long because it shouldn't be, but I think last episode I forgot to shout out the locations that have been um, at least the 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 frequent locations. That, it, that are listening to trench chat and i just want <laughs> wanted to bring this up especially given that i missed it last time but also because we have a new country <laughs> on um on our list which is just crazy to me uh, it, it's always I, I keep saying that and i'm just i'm not going to repeat it but like it just yeah to, to see international comp, um international you know um uh, names on here just um something else so anyway again united states 97 percent. okay of course I, <laughs> uh, that's going to be the majority but then the rest of it the the rest of the other percentage um so like united states is 97.14 percent 
they're listening to Trench Hat, you know. But then the other 2.86% is coming from the Netherlands. So <laughs> shout out to Amsterdam, I guess. I don't, that's all I know in, in the Netherlands. So, <laughs> um, so shout out to you who are listening in Amsterdam. Thanks for listening to Trench Hat. Tell more people at where wherever. I, I know y'all, I know it's very socially liberal uh, over there, but you know, <laughs> you know Tell tell them about it. I guess maybe they'll learn something. Anyway, um, so as far as the the U.S. cities in the top ten that that are listening, we are gonna start off with Florence, Alabama. Thank you to listening. Um, Erie, Colorado, Charlotte, North Carolina, Loveland, Colorado, Lexington, South Carolina, Hallelujah, Hawaii. Grapevine, Texas, Baton, Texas, back on there. That stays on there. It was, it was you know, Grapevine and others, but uh, San Jose and Melbourne, San Jose, California, if you don't know, and Melbourne, Florida. And the others are the other 48% in other cities, but they didn't reach the top 10. So if you're listening to Trend Chat and you're in one of these cities that are not in the top 10, then if you, and you know, if you want to hear your city, you got to spread the word. Well, Trend Chat, then I'll, you know, mention your city and you will get the distinguished honor of being shout out on Trend Chat. The, I mean, like I said, it's being listened to in the Netherlands. So, hey, you have your city heard in Amsterdam if it if that is Amsterdam I don't know it might be another city in, in the Netherlands but um but yeah so yeah appreciate everyone across the globe <laughs> listening to Trent Chat so uh so before we get into everything about uh, the George Floyd riots and the George Floyd protests want to split those two because they are two different things and so before we get into that we have an organization that we definitely are proud to support and we are proud to play the first promo ad, I guess, if you want to call it. But we're glad to have them on. So we're, we're going to start off and we're going to have, we have two new ones actually that you'll hear in this episode. So the first one you're going to hear is from Young Americans Against Socialism. So without further ado, Here's a word from Yas. Hey guys, this is Morgan Zegers, the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. We are a nonprofit organization working to preserve a free, fair, and prosperous America for generations to come, all by equipping our generation with the truth about socialism. If you are interested in watching our educational videos, donating to the cause, joining the Yas Coalition, or becoming a contributor, you can do all of these things at fightsocialism.org. We hope you'll join us in this crucial fight for the future of our great country. Thanks! Hey everybody, it is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. Psst, 
here's some inside scoop. If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store calls account for details. So you want to keep America great, but you don't know where to go to get some Trump-centric gear? Check out TrumpMode.com. And if you put in the code TRENDCHAT, you get 10% off. So at TrumpMug.com, they have flags, coins, mugs, of course. So go to TrumpMug.com, put in the code TRENDCHAT, get 10% off. Again, TrumpMug.com with the code TRENDCHAT for 10% off. All right. So, <clears throat> you know, in the mean, in that um, time, I probably should have had a drink of water because I'm um, Something tells me I'm probably going to need it before the end of this. So, <clears throat> matter of fact, I'm already feeling it now. Let me get my water bottle. So, yeah. Forgive me. You're about to hear me hear this water bottle opening and closing because uh, we gotta, we're going to get in this right quick. And, and I said quick because I hope hope this is quick. Because, <laughs> um, and actually after this and also with our interview with, um, um, later on, this will probably be the last time I'll talk about this, at least at, at length, let's put it that way. So, now, I kind of want to first start off by saying to kind of tie in, uh, I guess, two major events that's been going on together in a way. Because, with their, not before, you know, George Floyd, before all this been going on, and all the protests and riots and all that and looting and everything. Um, obviously we had the pandemic with coronavirus and all. And to put those two together in this sense, because I really hope after all of this is over, when the you know the protests, the riots, all when all this is over, and also when this pandemic is over with the coronavirus and everything, when all this has been settled down at least. I really hope there are some lawsuits um, and some political consequences for a lot of these politicians, all these public officials that have for in the case for coronavirus that have been just abusing their power and have been just, um, yeah, just been using this time to basically flex their muscle and just um, try to, um, just do as much as possible all in the name of public safety, but in the same, at the same time, they're constantly just being like petty tyrants in a way in, in these states and cities. And on top of that, with everything that's been going on the past couple of days with these, with the riots in particular, where you have, politicians have people like you know alexandria ocasio cortez and uh um Elad omar and uh rashida talib and all you know the squad and all of them 
where they're just enabling and coddling these rioters and looters and not really condemning what they're doing. And I'm, I'm focusing directly on the riot on the rioters for this because you have so many celebrities and people, um, especially the, the verified blue check marks on uh, Instagram and, and social media in general, where if you talk about try to condemn the riot rioting that's going on, the looting, and they try to make it seem like, oh, it's not a big deal or you should just get over it or like I said, just basically just enable them or in the sense of where some of these celebrities are just out here, um, spending money to bail these people out. And because I know that as soon as I've mentioned that someone would come along, well, they're, they're bailing out the protesters. I, I can almost guarantee they're not distinguishing which one is a pro a protester and a rioter and someone who was looting. They're going to bail both of them out because they don't care because they they just see this as a means to an end, uh, whether they were protesting, rioting and looting and just, you know, vandalizing and all and all of that. So. So, yeah, I hope after all of this settles down that there are a bunch of like the, the political consequences where these people have voted out for how dangerous they um they've been as far as for the, their communities that they're supposed to be uh representing and uh, whether it's for how they treated the riots and also how they've been treating uh everyone with during this whole um you know pandemic but as i mentioned before at least on social media just that you know we can all agree and I've mentioned this to a couple of friends already too, is that I think the, I would say 99% because there's always somebody out there. But so I said 99% of us can look at the video of George Floyd on the pavement with that, with, uh, with the knee to his neck. And in that minute of, and, you know, and watching him struggle and watching what transpired and, and basically we all just just watched them die right there that moment right there those minutes just though just those few minutes we can all agree that was wrong that was tragic and that was unnecessary outside of that outside of that that little bubble of a couple of minutes out it goes into a million directions it uh the why why you know um Who's at fault? No, I mean, it just goes into a million different directions. And so what you have is that you have a, a great majority of people who agree on that his death was, was tragic and unnecessary. But with these protests, so now I'm just talking about the protests, just the people who are peacefully protesting. In this protest, you have, um, you know, organization, a movement, you know, called Black Lives Matter. If you haven't heard, heard about them. And so they basically, basically kind of started around, um, was it, I think it's probably Trayvon Martin or, or Michael Brown, um, in Ferguson. But anyway, so you have this organization that's pretty much the main representative 
in in all of these protests. And so now I'm just speaking for myself. But I know as much as I again think the you know how George Floyd died at that you know at the hands of the police was unnecessary and it was it was a travesty and at this point the uh officer that was charged um the the officer who had his knee to his to his neck that officer in particular he's been charged with second degree murder and also manslaughter as well and also the other officers that were um involved uh were charged with aiding and abetting so hey and have no no problem with that they're going to get their day in court and from the looks of what we've seen so far with all we've seen it seems like it's going to um they're going to get tried and there's going to be some jail time and and rightfully so and so and while i say all of that and that's what you know in the next year or so whenever the trial happens you know they're going to get their their time and and I can say all of that, but I know one thing. I can't go out there and, and as much as I agree, say, say all that, right? <laughs> I couldn't go out there and march with Black Lives Matter. Um, I couldn't do anything with Black Lives Matter for, the, I will say, because although we may agree, like we may agree on this particular issue too, but there may be some other issues that I may uh, agree with their uh that they have issues with their solutions to the to those issues uh we are diametrically opposed as far as the solution to to the problems that they um that they present whether on their website or or, or wherever i mean because their solutions are based on socialist marxist policies and you know whether it's government control, healthcare, taking away gun rights, higher taxes, uh, essentially just giving the government more power. And so in, in a lot of cases, it just, it's to me, it just seems like they're just using the, the, the main issue that they are touting to be racial equality, that it just seems more like a Trojan horse to usher in all these other policies. Um, like I said, other socialist Marxist policies. And so it just feels like they just want their turn with power. Like they don't care about freedom or liberty or at least freedom for all. Right. Um, it's not like they hate the system. They just, they hate that they're not the ones in power. Um, of the system. And so now they want to use this issue, just use racial issues in general to drum up enough anger and get people to where they support their movement. And then after that, they would just slide in all these Marxist communists, take your pick socialist policies. They're just going to slide those in. Um, under the guise of racial equality and it just it comes across more like this is not about you know reconciliation it's more about retribution 
and to get revenge on because of what you know what they've been protesting about for it's been a couple of years now so and yeah it just seemed like they just want to get payback and and look they already have allies already i've already mentioned them like you know uh, alexandria ocasio cortez and all that i mean they already got allies already in congress and they're getting more across the country here and there and also you have this ever-growing you know politically correct culture this virtual signaling culture you know as far as like uh, on, on instagram and everybody posting up the black boxes and everything and basically have every company out here um just using their name because they've all now they've all they pretty much have, have become synonymous with black and like, so if, if you support black, you, you know, you go to black lives matters. Like they, they've become the people to go to. Um, if you want to, uh, I guess, uh, absolve yourself or of, of your sins, uh, if you're white in, in particular. So, and so now they just, they've built, built up this build, uh, this power already. And so, like I say, now you got companies all over just bending over backwards to say Black Lives Matter. And so, and yeah, so like I said, they already have people in Congress and in city councils, in all these places across the country. And even though at the same time, I hear people all the time saying nothing's nothing's happening. Oh, trust me, a lot is happening. They They don't want to say that but yeah they're they're quote-unquote progressing quite nicely to be honest um i mean you have more and more people accepting uh, uh what i would say a truly oppressive you know ideology which is socialism and communism because they love to talk about what's going on now everything you know you know black people just oppressed here all over every day 24 7 we're just oppressed all the time and at the same time they going around promoting a ideology that is truly oppressive now but now if it goes to where they're empowered they won't be oppressed but they'll be oppressing other people so i i feel like that's kind of one another way where they just as long as they're in power as long as they benefit from it then as long as they're not oppressed, they don't care about other people being oppressed because, Hey, you know, we were, you know, that's how they, how they would see it. We've been oppressed all these, these years. So now, you know, it's your turn to be, be oppressed as opposed to how about we just all, you know, be free and, and, um, have equal opportunity. But I don't feel like that's what they want. They want to be in the seat of power and oppress others now. So anyway, um as a matter of fact i'm going to get that you know drink of water and i'm going to continue after uh, we hear a word from our second um organization that we are you know proud to support now and you know can't wait to you know gonna play a word from expressions so without further ado here we go 
This is Lacey Williams, the founder and president of Expressions Magazine, letting you know that you can order our quarterly magazine and support female conservatives by visiting express-conservatism.com or you can follow us on social media on Instagram with the username of expressions underscore conserve mag or on Twitter with the handle of at express underscore conserve. Get your copy today. This is Dana Lash and you're listening to Trend Chat. Tribal Cultural Life as they seek to celebrate life through the world of fashion. Go to col1972.com and get 10% off your purchase when you enter the code TRENCHAT. Alright. So, yeah, I just had to get a, get a drink of water because we are going to just want to continue this right quick because so I'm just going to pick up right where I, where I'll stop. But um I know well for one what I'm about to mention now was um I, I did an interview with Jacob Kersey and I would encourage you to check out Jacob Kersey's program. Um I, I did an interview with him and we we talked about this as well and I know one thing I brought up on his program is that, you know, there's a fear nar- narrative that's uh, spread, especially among the black community where, as I mentioned just before I went to break that, you know, we're just being perpetually and, you know, consistently hunted down by white people. And it's just, we're just all, all oppressed all the time. And you should just wake up mad because you're in a oppressed country and you just oppressed all the time, victim and all that. And, <laughs> And like I said, we, it, it's a narrative where they're instilling in black people that white people just wake up every morning and just can't just wake up in, with hate and wanting to just, oh, especially if they're, if they're, you know, in law enforcement, if they're cops, they just can't wait to kill a black guy, a black person. They just want, they just, that's what they want to do. And, uh, you know, unless they've, <clears throat> which I've seen already where, you know, you know, got plenty of white people out here just out there putting themselves in chains and saying, you know, expressing their white guilt and they've groveled and everything. And so enough to be considered an ally. So you have those white people. And so those, they, they, they leave them alone because they, uh, don't, you know, those white people after they've been, you know, Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. 
Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushy, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. You know, groveling to them now, those black people feel <laughs> a little bit, um, oh, I feel, you know, put, put them on a pedestal in a way. But um, anyway, <laughs> it just feel like, again, it just feel like white cops or any, any white person just, that's, that's just the objective in life. And, um, uh, and all it does is just stir up anger, just stir up this resentment and just keep festering and festering until something like the death of George Floyd happens, or if it's, you know, it's Michael Brown or Trayvon Martin, you just keep, and whoever the next one's going to be, because it's going to happen again. And so it just, it builds up the anger. Then all of a sudden, now we have, so we'll have a protest, right? We'll have the peaceful protest. They, just, you know, with Michael Brown, there were peaceful protests there. Um, there's always been peaceful uh, protests uh, going on. But yet then there's rioting and looting going on at the same time. And, that is a product of all that anger that they've been whipping up in black people's heads for, um, about everything that's going on that they feel like, Oh, well, I just got to do something. I got to burn down a building or steal some Jordans or something or whatever. And it just, you know, it just continues this vicious cycle. And what happens is that the, the peaceful protest that it go, that goes on gets drowned out. So, Regardless if um, how how I feel about how anyone feels about the the protest itself and what they're saying, um, all that gets drowned out because you have a building burning over here. I mean, unless MSNBC is reporting that they don't they don't see the burning building. It's be, it could be right behind them. Man, no, it, and don't don't bother. Don't, don't look at that. It's just like that naked gun. I think with um that I posted. We're like, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and so, and the thing about it, where I like I mentioned earlier, where you have um people, you know, a lot of people on social media and just wanting to uh, make these rioters and looters as sympathetic figures because um they, they, i don't know like they just want them they don't want to fully condemn what they're doing and that's another thing i can't get with either so i'm like if you can't just condemn what they're doing they're pretty much they're making your peaceful protests that they're just drowning it out and i don't know why you can't just say Y'all need to stop. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. I've seen a number of videos where people were standing in front of businesses where they were stopping people um, from going in and all that. But that's not a, it, that is not accepted universally, really. There are some people that want to burn down. They want to vandalize and think they should. And me personally, I think all the people who are riding, looting, vandalizing all them, I hope they all get arrested. They all get the, you know, the fullest extent of the law. I hope they're, they're sitting right there in the jail cell 
especially the ones in Minneapolis. I hope they're sitting right there with the other officers because they all wrong. So, I mean, just utter nonsense. What is what's going on, especially when it comes to that. But now one thing, if you do bring up, try to criticize like what I'm doing right now, if you're um, saying anything about wanting to condemn the rioters and looters, then you have these people that come around and say, well, what else are we supposed to do? Because the peace of protest didn't work. We were kneeling and, and that was criticized and that was wrong or something like that. Well, for one, just because you protest doesn't mean everyone is just supposed to instantly like you. <laughs> I mean, as someone that participated in those Tea Party protests, trust me, not everybody liked us. <laughs> I mean, there was plenty of people. Matter of fact, the same people who are who are um, putting up a fuss about kneeling or the people who are kneeling were probably the same people were calling Tea Party protests racist and having a problem with our protests. So, yeah. And, um, I mean... As far as the, I'm just trying to think because I'm with, <laughs> because with the, with those, with the protests, just because someone was kneeling. And also, I guess to, to mention about the kneeling in particular, cause we're talking about kneeling of the national anthem and also with the, with, uh, with, with Drew Brees earlier and all that. Th that again is also similar to what's going on with the ride and not to the, not to, um, the full extent of it really, but just like where you have someone protesting, but the means of how they protesting is drowning out what they're really trying to talk about. <laughs> and so like, just like with kneeling to, um, during the national anthem, like that was just the most, that's the most disrespectful way to, <laughs> to try to bring light to whatever your issue is. I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> no, as far as if you're doing that, like whatever, whatever your issue is, is what to do it that way. It's, you know, it's whatever. And, but like I said, you have your, you know, have the right to do whatever. That's your right to peacefully protest. But we also have the right to criticize and say that's just disrespectful. And so, and so when those people that I hear, I mean, like I heard uh, a couple of times where people were just saying like, well, um, well, peaceful protest didn't, you know, that didn't work because, uh, people were criticizing. Like, why do you just because people criticize on me didn't work again, kind of going back in what I was saying earlier. Um, it has been working. You have people in Congress, you have allies, you have, um, the, the entertainment media, you have, all these celebrities that are more than willing to help you and do everything you want, really. And so, yeah, it's been working. Right? You have plenty of you, uh, plenty of influence out there. And so, now, I would just to to end this right now. I'm trying to get get to the end of this, and you know, get to our interview with um with Holly. It just. I would say this, and I know this is going to be um, not well received from especially people who are, especially people who are, you know, protesting and with Black Lives Matter and whatnot. But whatever, this is my podcast. <laughs> but I would say to 
to the people who are saying what well if rioting and looting it or if this protest if if i mean if you really feel like nothing is really working and that it's not really we're not we're not progressing or in, in your sense you know or we're not doing enough or america's still this oppressive nation or how you or wherever you feel what i would say is that how about what i think you should do is actually understand that what all that you're supposedly upset about is not based on reality you're supporting a lie that the facts don't add up you know they don't back up what you're talking about that all that i can understand i mean you could be all emotionally upset about this case that case and, and whatever case that even comes in the future because i'm not you'd be foolish foolish to think that it's not going to happen again but all of this is minuscule it is a very small percentage of how much is going on out there this the facts that for when you're talking about a black person killed by a white cop or just black on white crime just put it that way all of that is being is minute as far as if you look at the data compared to whether it's black on black crime white on white crime you know, black black on white crime white on black i mean the data doesn't back up the outrage and actually that's the reason why i call this episode selective outrage because um every death is tragic it's not, let me let me just make sure i say that but for for but for you to be out there especially if you're out there protesting and saying stuff like this is an epidemic where black men are you know black people are being killed every single day and it's it's systemic racism it's just it is rampant that is not true and you can keep saying it and look they have been saying it and and it works i'm not gonna act like it's not gonna work like it's not working it works (laughs) i mean you can keep saying that because Plenty of people will back up because plenty of white people will back back you up in a sense because they're scared. They just don't want to be looked at as a racist because as soon, as, especially if you're white, if you came out and said that the data doesn't back up all the outrage that's going on, then they just said, "Well, you're just racist," and then they just then they back down, <laughs> and and so it works. I'm not going to act like it doesn't work, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm just going to say right now, look, we're not being hunted down. <laughs> it's just not true. Do you have instances where it happened, where you have something where something like what happened to George Floyd happened? Yeah. But is that the exception? Not. Yeah, that's the exception. I'm about to say, because I was about to flip it around. But I say, yeah, that's the exception, not the rule. But that's not how we're being. <laughs> that's not how it's being told. Right. So anyway. I will also say this. I feel like we, the people, just to bring it back to the Constitution in a way, you know, we as a people, 
as well as the institutions as well. But I think we all should just um, understand our role in everything in this. So first you have the law, you know, law enforcement, you know, the police and all that. Then you have law interpreters. Those are the judges. You know, those are the ones that are supposed to interpret the law and then, you know, hand down the judgment. Okay. Then you have the lawmakers, and that's where we come in. Because we choose who represent us to make the laws. So if you don't like the laws, then you need to change your representatives. You need to get involved. And I think that's where the, where the rub is. I think people don't, or I, I would just say people don't want to do the work because the work to actually make real change and changing the laws, that is not quick. It's something you have to get involved with. It takes years to, um, to get together and also to, to get the representatives that you want and all of that. I mean, look, there are that, especially on the liberal, the Democrat side, there are people who are doing the work, but there are a lot of people that, that are not. And even on, as far as, you know, on the conservative side, we see where people it's like pulling teeth, trying to get people to get involved. <laughs> and, um, but regardless, regardless, of, you know, conservative or liberal, just, I think we also just need to understand that that's, if that's what you, if you want that, then you need to get involved. And look, I'm, if you're one of those people from black lives matter, you know, want to uh, implement all these, you know, socialist Marxist change, you know, policies. Okay. If you get involved, yeah, I'm going to be against you. I'm going to stay that, but at least I, at least you're doing what you, you know, what, what we're taking part in is what, is how we, how it's supposed to be done as opposed to going out there screaming and yell, yelling and riding and looting and, and, and whatnot. Commentary as subtle as a sledgehammer. This is Trend Chat. Hey guys, this is John Miller with Blaze TV. You are listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe. Hello to fans of Trend Chat and Brian Bledsoe, the founding project an education nonprofit dedicated to civics invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. This is Sarah Gonzalez, and you are listening to Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat, and this is a long time coming because we actually um, did something with our guests um, a couple of months ago, if not a year ago, on Been a Facebook. While. And, yeah, on Facebook and Instagram, and I, you know, I've always wanted to have her on Trend Chat, but I, I knew that my the audio capabilities didn't match up to what I wanted to have her on and so we finally got enough we got it to where it's we did well yeah well i want to have her on now so we can finally 
have this interview and, and talk and, and everything. So who I'm talking about, I'm talking about definitely Holly. So yes. like I said, a couple of, uh, was it a year ago? I don't know. Maybe a couple of no, months ago, couple, at least. A couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, you know, we did a couple of you know, live on um streams on there and you know that was fun and that was that was great and and so now with everything that's been going on especially um with the riots and looting mm-hmm. along with the peace along with the peaceful protests that are going on as well with their with the death of george floyd um wanted to bring on the, one talk about definitely holly but also given that she's up in the st louis area and yes. recent news about uh, the death of um, David Dorn and mm-hmm. also because of the similarities of what happened in, in Ferguson. So I wanted to talk all about that. And so, Holly, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. And I'm so glad that we're catching up again. I know we're both so busy with our different schedules and it's been, a, it has been a few months since we last did uh, Facebook live. Yeah. And, you know, definitely look forward to doing that again. So, Yes, but for sure. First, let me, so let me ask. So as the creator of Definitely Holly, what was the inspiration? Basically, it came about, I'd say, 2018. And I knew that it will end in 2017, actually. I knew that I wanted to make a name for myself. And I wanted to take all my passions and kind of put them all together. And so basically, I'm a conservative millennial. I fight for conservative rights. I'm a Christian above all. God is my rock. God is my first priority. So conservative Christian who is uh, involved in the pro-life movement, I stand up for um, the pro-life movement, anti-abortion, and also for gun rights. I got involved uh, with guns when I was 21 years old, so I did not necessarily grow up with guns. I was kind of scared of them. Even though my family is all avid hunters, I was just scared of them, didn't want anything to do with them. I got involved in the gun movement, and I, my mom got me involved, too, as well, started learning. And now I'm a gun rights advocate, and that goes along with definitely Holly as well. And kind of taking all these things together and grouping them together, just the way I live my life is you always want to step out of comfort zones. You're never going to grow unless you step out of those comfort zones and you keep moving forward with an unwavering journey, you have to keep moving forward. And when you take those chances and you take those opportunities, you create opportunities, you'll never know where your life will take you. You can only shoot for the stars and above. Yeah. And so with definitely Holly, it's um, as far as, I guess, empowering um, uh, women or just anyone as far as yes. being involved in the second amendment in particular, like you said, you, you mentioned other issues as well, but, um, I know from seeing you, seeing you on social media and mm-hmm. I, I know that you, you know, have a lot of classes or at least, that, um, training when it comes to, uh, firearms. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I take classes at Tactical Response in Camden, Tennessee. I also take classes, um, I took classes with um, NOC Firearms Training out in uh, St. Louis, Kevin Dixie. I've taken classes, numerous classes now with Ultimate Defense out in uh, St. Peter's, Missouri, and I actually do their social media for them. That's my other side of my Definitely Holly business. I help other business owners take their social media and excel excel with their social media as well, kind of like what I did for myself. 
they'll kind of brand themselves and get their name out there. And so, yeah, ultimate defense, I, I do a lot of stuff with them right now. It's a lot of different firearms training. And, and I also, I get more people involved because I post these videos of these people that were just like in my place when I was 21 years old, they were scared to hold a gun and they're all from all different walks of life and all different ages. And it's just, it's really neat getting people into the gun community and arming themselves and being prepared. Yes, most definitely, especially right now with everything that's been going on in the past week or so with, like I said, with, um, with all the unrest that's been going on across the country you have people that definitely need to be prepared and also just, um, you know, be aware as far as what's going on um, around you because you never know what you might encounter some of these situations. And um, exactly. And so, um, yeah. So also in speaking of that, like I mentioned in, in the beginning is that with all these riots that's been going on and, mm-hmm. you know, with all the, all the, the violence that has been going on right and i know this is kind this is pretty much similar to what happened in your area up in um you know in ferguson Ferguson. yeah so i mean what all this for for you when you seeing what's going on now what similarities are you seeing um, from that to ferguson oh gosh well i just have to say overall the violence Just, I mean, we had uh, last night, thankfully, thank God, we had out by me in O'Fallon, Missouri, we had uh, protesters get together and walk through O'Fallon in O'Fallon, Missouri, and that was all peaceful, good for them, and they were peacefully protesting, which they have every right to do. We have have that right to do so. And then there were some um, in St. Charles tonight, but they start, they weren't necessarily violent, and I still have to check in because... I'm going to see where things are right now with them. But when they first started this afternoon, nothing was violent, but they were blocking the highways and they were blocking cars. And, you know, some of them, some of the cars were honking, like in agreement with them, but that other cars were like, Hey, you know, I'm getting pissed off. I have to get to work. Like we have jobs. Get out the way. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of what was going on there. But a few nights ago in St. Louis and a good two nights in a row, it was, two three nights it, it got really really violent and that's the part where we were getting terrified because it was almost like Ferguson happening all over again and that's where you had the retired St. Louis police captain David Dorn who spent 38 years in his service serving the St. Louis community and you have him on the ground getting videotaped of him dying where the protest the I should say the rioters were mocking him dying just leaving him there and he let he was there by himself when he died and it's it's a shame because he's helped out the st louis community he was uh outside a uh a pawn shop there in in, uh, downtown st louis and he volunteered he was good friends with the owner and he volunteered to stand guard because he wanted to help small business owners and that's how he gets treated and it's uh then the three other officers that were out there too, three other police officers, they got shot and they're supposedly okay. But, you know, David's life was important too, just like George's life was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate with, um, with that happening and with uh, David Dorn dying, um, you don't really hear much about what's happened, what happened to him. um, Right. 
Yeah, the everything, the riots that have been happening in St. Louis, this has nothing to do with George. These are Antifa people. These are rioters coming in from who knows where, some maybe even in St. Louis. And they're all gathering and they're all using this, they're taking this as an opportunity to destroy and loot and cause destruction and kill innocent people. And how is that the very people that sit there, which we're all in agreement with, and say that, look, this happened to George or this happened to George and this is wrong. Okay. And they're the people that are saying, oh, you know, they're also saying about the police and police brutality and violence. Well, these are the people that are out in the street. They're hypocrites. They're out in the street destroying and killing people, yelling about police brutality and and violence. And they're they're burning down all businesses and they're they're looting businesses. They're vandalizing monuments in Washington, D.C. And they're the ones that are talking about violence. And it's just, it's very hypocritical. You know, I saw, I mean, there's been countless, uh, you know, instances of uh, vandalism um, oh, across yeah. the country. But I saw I saw one piece that was just really sad, um, at least from what, I, from what I've seen so far. And I don't know if you saw it, but there was a, so in D.C., they uh-huh. have a statue for victims uh, of communism. Uh-huh. Um, and that particular statue was vandalized, and it just that in that just that right there is just really hits a little bit a little different <laughs> to me. It, um, it does. Of all things that you want that you're going to vandalize, you're going to vandalize people. You know something that. Uh, that memorialize the victims of communism, which is um right. as much as I as much as it you know you know kind of frustrates me to see that. I also I'm not really surprised by it because given the ideology of of the people who are riding, I will probably say that that they're pretty much are communists, so they probably yeah, see that statue that as too. a yeah they probably see that statue as an affront. Um, to communism because they like they, that you know the evil capitalists are making communism look bad with that statue. So. Absolutely, yep. But you um, and talking about David Dorn and mm-hmm. you know what he was doing for uh for the city of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I know for you that you know that's that's something as far as caring for um fallen police officers yes. is something that you've been doing. So um, so yeah. tell us some more about that. Yeah, see, this really hits me hard because, you know, it makes me mad because just because you have certain officers that choose to have eat that allow evil in their hearts and choose to act in a wrongful manner, which should be convicted and dealt with, you can't group all officers like that together. Just like you can't group all, you can't group any profession like that. You just, it just doesn't even make any sense. And so, I actually um, am a caregiver uh, that's on the side. I do this um, three nights a week, three to four nights a week, and I help care for a good friend of mine, Matt Crosby, and he's a uh, fallen police officer. Um, He's okay, but he is paralyzed because he got shot back, I want to say it's 2010. It's been quite a few years, but uh, he was responding to a scene out in Rock Hill, St. Louis, simply responding to a scene, and he got shot. So that's, 
it really hits in a different, it hits home with me because he's such a good friend of mine and he just, you know, he's tries to still give back to the community of St. Louis and surrounding areas. And he's just such a good person. And to see him, a 40 year old that, you know, is given his life, putting his life on the line every single day. And he has two kids and he was married at the time. And people like that put their lives on the line every single day and you just you never know and it's a shame because now his whole life is totally different so mm. well i would say I, you know I, I commend you for for doing that um and um and that is a uh, it's great for, that you're you know doing that mm-hmm. and also well from the things you've been that you mentioned that you taken part of it seems like as you mentioned, you are very busy. <laughs> and, yeah. And so also, I guess that another, I mean, another thing as well, because um, I know I saw about um, that you were, you know, training, well, still are training for uh-huh. bodybuilding and, and all mm-hmm. that. And so how's that going? It's going good. Um, I obviously had to take a break from it because and training and, and my diet got really intense, but then my show got canceled in April because of the coronavirus. And so, and I um, was going too. I know, I know. And I was waiting till the last minute because they were so unsure if they're going to have it or not. They were trying to have it. And then they're just like, we can't. So mm-hmm. now I'm shooting for, um, I had a brief little surgery, so I'm, I'm shoot. I'm still kind of recovering, but I'm pretty much recovered for the most part. And so, I'm uh, shooting for a a uh, a competition in St. Louis in October. So, okay, yeah. So I'll definitely so, keep you posted on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, Holly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and and speaking of that, so what's next for you know as far as what you're doing and whether it's a website or all that, what you yeah. got going on? Come. So with me, I kind of ventured off and I started Definitely Holly Social Media Consulting. So I took myself and how I branded myself as Definitely Holly and how I reached followers all over the United States with um, just with reaching out and branding myself and doing it myself. And so I take that and I show other businesses. And so now I have a few clients and I'm still building my own uh, social media consulting businesses business and I'm helping them take their pers- or take their business. Um, social media pages and brand themselves. Okay. So that's, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And other than that, I'm still keeping up with my own personal brand and um, staying informed and still speaking out. And that's, you know, that's definitely something we need to do. I'm, you know, I, I'm catching yeah. myself saying definitely because you know, <laughs> <laughs> there are times like, yeah. Because it kind of now it's become like it's like a filler word that's coming out. So, <laughs> but well, if people want to know more about you know about definitely Holly and want to you know uh, connect with you mm-hmm. on social media, where would they go? Yeah, so check me out, definitely Holly, exactly how it sounds, and H O L L Y on Facebook and Instagram. I'm still building uh, my YouTube page as well, so there's that as well. I also do kind of gotten out of gotten out of it of it can't talk I've got out of it for a little bit um just because of all the riots and everything that was going on I've really been focused on that and speaking out against that but um as far as uh going back to AOC I had tons of videos which I need to get back to just uh being in person doing impersonations of her 
So that was a lot of fun too. And people loved that. I would do the whole glasses and the whole look and. <laughs> well, she gives you plenty of content. So. Oh yeah. And then when I get done, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I gave myself a headache. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can understand. I mean, um, trying to channel in all of that, um, um, trying to be nice here wasn't <laughs> but trying to yeah. channel all that false you know falsehoods that's going to be coming out of her mouth right <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it could it could be draining so but um yeah but you know what i actually have one other thing i want to ask because <laughs> especially in light with everything that's going on now yep. and if someone that have been seeing all of this and now they're like okay um, I feel like I need to either purchase a, a firearm or just need to at least get educated on it and so I can be more prepared. Um, mm -hmm. what advice would you give people that want it that, as you know, after seeing all of this that are, you know, thinking about, okay, maybe I need to actually start pursuing this. What advice you would give um, to those people? Right. So I would say, you know, you should have gotten the firearm a long time ago, but especially now with everything that's going on. Oh my gosh. Like, please, please, please law abiding citizens go out there and purchase a firearm and don't just purchase one, take classes and know the gun response, no gun responsibility, know how to use the gun properly and be well prepared. Because again, you never know just because you live in O'Fallon, Missouri, where I live doesn't mean that something bad's not going to happen. Evil is everywhere, as we see all over the United States, and you never know. So you always have to be prepared and protect yourself and your loved ones. Yeah, and I guess if um, you know if you're in the St. Louis area, maybe I don't know if you hold any classes. Um, you know, do you have like a set time and all that, or where? But it, you know, if you're in the St. Louis area, boy, mm -hmm. just wherever you're listening, just you know, definitely try to, um, if you're interested now, to yeah, look into, look into it because um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. There are, and I mean, I mean, there's gun classes all over. I'm just speaking about the one that I help out the um the the firing range out in St. Peter's, Missouri. But you know, look them up, Ultimate Defense Firing Firing Range out in St. Peter's, Missouri. Uh, the memberships you know, classes, get involved and go up there and shoot. I mean, just anywhere. I mean, please, I'm just urging everyone just to really take responsibility for their own safety because things are only getting worse. And when I saw going back to, to St. Louis and all the footage on TV, obviously I didn't go down there because it's, it's not safe, but just looking at all the footage on TV, it, it just, it, took me back to Ferguson, but it also gave me a much uh, worse picture than that. It was something like, just like almost like getting to the point of a war zone, almost like when I saw Minneapolis, that was a war zone. And that was clear to me. I mean, I would say domestic terrorism. That's where you're getting into people need to be charged with what they do because that is, that's scary. Most mom, oh, def definitely, I will say that <laughs> because yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, anyone that is arrested should be punished to the fullest, fullest extent of the law. And yeah. I've, uh, I've said it myself. Those, you know, the people who are arrested for any rioting and looting should be yeah. right there in in prison, right there with those police officers. 
Panthers. They that, should. That George Floyd. They so, should. Uh, and that, what'd you say? Oh, no, go ahead. Um, That Derek, I mean, it just came out. I don't know if you saw, but he was mm-hmm. initially charged with third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. But the new second, he has a new second degree murder charge. Yeah. So that's where it is right uh, now. And the other three officers who just kind of stood there, they're also facing charges as well. So mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, George and his family do get justice. And I also hope that these rioters, that they are punished and this stops because we really need to put a stop to not only all this violence, but just everything because our economy is already tanked because of the coronavirus and Trump is trying to get our economy back on track. And now you have business owners who are hit by COVID and now it's, mm-hmm. they can't even get back on their feet because now they're now their business is destroyed by, by rioters. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 2020 is doing a number on us right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but Holly, thank you so much for your time. Thank man. you. Yep. And thanks to Holly for joining us. And yeah, I I know um, by saying what I said at the end about, okay, you know, people being upset about about the wrong things or that not based on facts doesn't make me black. I mean, obviously Joe Biden said that, so it's whatever. But uh, I said it's probably be the last time I talk about it, but that's probably not the case because I have a conversation with a friend of mine on the next episode. So I guess we'll be talking about this at least a little bit more. And until then, we'll chat with you later. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient treatment programs are founded on science and delivered with heart. At RCA, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients experiencing a relapse or with history of trauma for young adults, adults 50 plus, and the LGBTQIA plus community. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY-NOW. That's one 888 recovery minute maid slushies are back at mcdonald's and if you'd like to thank me for that information i'll gladly take a slushy. it's more than a drink it's a mcdonald's drink right now treat yourself to a small minute maid slushy, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for a dollar 59 or try small mccafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks price and participation may vary limited time only minute maid is a trademark of the coca-cola company 